0: 99 podquisitions. That's how many we haven't done because this is the 99th. So technically, we've done 98. That's not as impressive. I'll have to wait till next week.
1: If we ended the show now, we'd have done 99 shows. Should we just end the show now?
0: Like, I can't be bothered to do podcasts today.
1: That's fine. We'll just, we'll, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, We'll go. I can have a nap. I'm really tired. I could go have a nap. That'd be a good thing I could do. You've been travelling everywhere. I have had one day in my house slash office in the last two weeks, so I could wow. totally just knock off the podcast here and go have a nap. Brilliant. Uh, that, that voice you're hearing is Laura. Hello, Laura. Hello, you are tired. I am very tired, but it's fine because I have drunk a lot of caffeine and run around a bunch and everything's good. Perfect. Tickety-boo.
0: And we're also joined in the studio. I don't know why I said that. There's no studio That that was just desperation for something interesting to say In between other words, important words We're joined by Gavin, hello Gavin
2: Hello, I, I guess I'm technically in a studio If you can call my little converted bedroom music studio An yeah, actual we, studio, but it's more like we, a tiny bedroom with speakers
1: yeah. well, <laughs> not, We are in a series not, of independent studios yeah. Yeah. There's just No the one's one in the studio indiv- I, I wish we could be in the studio, because then we wouldn't have to deal with fucking Skype being an asshole. That's true, that's true.
0: Instead, we are all in A studios, and yeah, uh, very much like the balloons from the song in which they share a title, there are now 99 podquisitions. There will be, where, as you listen to this, because it will have been done, so that's exciting. We're gearing up for our hundredth, They we'll probably pull something out of our ass for that to make it feel a bit special even though it's probably business
1: as usual but that's exciting mm. well, we we had we some get, nice we'll get suggestions Nina. for we'll that Nina one. on
2: the podcast
1: i wish we could and get a nice rendition of 99 red podcast the, Ger- the german version 99 <laughs> <laughs> es nine, Luftballons, Luftballons. <laughs> See, at least I know a line of the German version. Um, I really like... Gavin, was it you that suggested this a few weeks back for episode 100, that yeah. we get people to, this week, suggest podquisition-themed cocktails? Yes, indeed. That for next week we make and drink on the show. Yeah. Steady I'm... on. These, the listeners can't even handle questions
0: <laughs> to ask yeah. us each week, let alone things suggesting things that we will ingest. That's I, very scary to I, me. i,
2: I got to say, guys, I love you. But this week, you, you need to step up your game for the questions. Because this <laughs> week, I was Ga- like, ask me and Laura questions. And by the way, because this always comes up, I'm not going to answer, are you making a song about X? Ga- and Ga- I, Gavin, I'm not showing you about 12 Gavin, of the replies Gavin. were, will you make a song about not making a yeah, song but- Will Laura yeah, but, make a song about not making a song?
1: <laughs> yeah, but Gavin, Gavin, if, if you tweet about not wanting questions about, about making songs, then the funny joke that I can make that no one else will have made yet is to ask you if you will talk about something related to that because then I'm being funny and no one will have done it yet. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. I know. I, yeah. can, I mean, I can't dock. I've done it to people before, and they got really annoyed.
1: <laughs> probably because I, much like them, you once, weren't uh, the first person to ask.
2: <laughs> I remember Lee Alexander once tweeted, "I hate when people put your name in puns," and I responded, "That must be really annoying," and she oh, got very cross.
1: Gavin, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Gavin. You, you Gavin, get well, off I'm, the show, Gavin. We probably <laughs> don't want nothing to do with you now. Here's yeah. the problem,
0: and I, I, I try I, and be understanding. I try and be understanding because people don't realise that they're not the first person to have said a thing. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, I've got like, you know, a hundred odd thousand Twitter followers. If I make a statement and there's an opening for a goof, rest assured, yeah. you know... At least fifty of you will make the goof, and then I, I have to sit there and read the goof over and over again. And I, I don't—I try not to snap at anyone unless <laughs> they do that fucking. Oh, I saw you delete that tweet with a typo in it and retweet it. Oh, that, 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 that drives. That We've gets complained me. about
1: that before. Um, yeah, we we certainly have. Um, like I'm I'm gonna put this out there now. I appreciate everyone that sends me every time that there is something but related in the news but I promise you, you are not the first person who has sent it. Like, I love that you will send them to me. Just, I, I like when I see the tweet where it's like, oh, I bet, I bet I'm bet i the first person to send you this, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, someone has sent it to me already, because of course they have. See, yeah, buts, I get buts, that a buts, lot. Buts. Like, I like, yeah, get yeah.
0: emails from people that are like, I'm sure I'm not the first person to send you this. And I'm like, here's... If you're sure that you're not the first person to have sent it, <laughs> like, I love you, thank you for thinking of me, but... Yeah, you are never the first person, if you're sure, like, like you don't need to send it. Like, I don't no. need half a dozen emails in my, in, in books, in my inbox <laughs> telling me about lawsuits that may or may not have not happened. Um, um, I've this, heard this...
1: it. This all being said, I like that our biggest complaint right here is, oh, we got too many people all trying to have fun with us because we're big internet celebrities. That is and there are Too many people like us. That is the, the, yeah. The we are being and the palm and lucky of podcasts of being an right internet
2: zed lister.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, You get all of those those tw- adoring tweets, but no one to filter out the shit for you because you can't afford an assistant. What a life we live. Yeah,
0: you're all, all very appreciated, <laughs> of course um, Yeah, we, and we are being thing, I'm, very, I'm,
1: very sarcastic here Yeah,
0: like, as I say, I genuinely do understand That, that from the other person's perspective They don't realise that they are, like
1: One the of The tenth many. person yeah.
0: to have done a thing To have linked me to something related to Willem Dafoe uh, Or <laughs> something like that um, But and I, think as I well, just every now of, and then like to communicate a, That, that a, a, a it is, of... for us, sometimes a wall of info
2: and a lot of the jokes and puns we make on the show are very silly And therefore we're kind of encouraging people
0: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the other thing to note is it's entirely our fault
1: Yeah, yeah we, we encourage people to be silly and ridiculous And make jokes at our expense And then we grumble when people do Because when, that's what you do on the internet
2: when, when, I make, when I make a tweet about enjoying some game And I get like 15 responses going song, song, song I, I just have to think to myself, I've brought this on myself this is yeah. my fault, yeah. it's not your this fault. This
1: is the life you chose, Gavin. I this have is done the this life myself. You
0: chose.
3: <laughs>
1: That's it, um, like, if,
0: whenever, whenever I get a dildo or just something weird in my P.O. box, I'm like, I can't be mad. I'm like, this, I, I am the, I I, I opposite jensen Did I did ask for this, it did, it's my fault, it's on my shoulders, this is the dildo that I have to bear. Actually, well, can you,
2: speaking of Jensen, can you imagine... Elias to Twitter. Like I've i I talk to the guy sometimes on Twitter, and in no matter what mm. the conversation, someone always says to him, I never asked for this. It's like it's like, and every time someone does that, I imagine. Do you remember that scene in Father Ted where they're going to the caves and they see the guy whose catchphrase is <laughs> I don't believe it? Yes. Like, I bet he'd think it'd be really funny if we went up <laughs> and said, I
0: don't believe it in face i don't believe it i don't
2: believe
0: it <laughs> oh just, go on yeah
2: ted he'd love that he'd love that
0: that image of ted like <laughs> fast walking away from him while <laughs> well richard it's not richard Madeley. that's that fucking host of richard and judy the the guy who played him just in the background bastard yeah <laughs> fucking father ted's a really good show by the way um yeah. i think yeah, it's have never seen on it. Prime, if you. It's, it's, it's or a something
2: rather. it's a frighteningly accurate portrayal of nineteen nineties Ireland.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. It it's is amazing how how
2: far we've come in in about fifteen years because that show was like painfully accurate rendition
0: of <laughs> <laughs> us. It was a fantastic <laughs> show.
1: Now, now, before we do anything else this week, now that the intro is done, I feel mm-hmm. like we have to start the podcast off with official beyond good and evil 2 in development type news are you oh. ready for this oh,
2: no. okay are you ready I, for I, this i have another news i have to say that i forgot to do last week's after this so so don't let me forget to do that i'll
1: okay. try not to let you forget but yeah. i am gonna get quite animated here this is this right, is the thing hit you've us all with been it. fucking waiting for so beyond good and evil came out over a decade ago yeah, yeah was what 2007 2008 we, we got a trailer for it so at some point around then it was in pre-production they were making trailers that game existed yeah we got the news today you know how last week we got some some teaser art for like a beyond good and evil sequel yeah. or as i like to call it torture but, but <laughs> yeah continue. we got some more art and some more art oh, and then today God. we got a piece of art that was of the the sort of jamaican rhinos that ran mama go garage I and it said them. in in the Instagram description, "Beyond Good and Evil, now in pre-development."
0: <gasps> it's what? happening. What? Hold hold on, it's, hold it's, on, hold on. Y- it, yeah. It's in pre-development. Yes. So so it's it's not in development.
1: It's. It's in the beginning
0: stages
1: right. of being so created You know, so game that, that, you know that like
2: three or four years ago Gabe Newell also said that Half-Life 3 was in pre-development
1: Yeah, but, but, but there's art <laughs> But there's art. Laura, the game I love you. That's hard. Manage
2: Manager expectations.
1: <laughs> Don't break my heart, okay? Yes, I'm. I'm gonna be like straight with you. I realize that being in pre-development is like the fuck is going on here. Like this was supposedly That's in pre-development ludicrous. like nine years ago. Yeah,
2: that but is ludicrous. Cautious, a, cautious optimism. Well, that is my. Advice.
1: I have. I have a theory as to why it's not a terrible thing that it's now being announced as in pre-development. And I'm going to lay you out a potential timeline here. May of this year, I caught wind that Nintendo was trying to get Beyond Good and Evil, the sequel, as an (coughs) NX exclusive, right? The sequel. Let's say before then, it was completely dead in the water. Project was just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would just say, like, rather than say dead in the water, I don't think until now it was ever... It was ever considered born enough to have died. Yeah. I don't think well, they ever fucking started it. This, but but that's me yeah. splitting hairs. You,
1: you, you get me. You get my point. Yeah. So I know what you let's, mean. Not let's say it yeah. did not exist in any form before May of this year. Right. May of this year, Nintendo say, "Hey, we are interested in picking this up as an NX exclusive." Okay. I'm gonna say that at that point, you get six months of legal stuff happens. And it goes into pre-development And they're like, yeah, we can make this happen Now it's sort of getting there I wish legal stuff happened within six months For everybody, just so Indeed, wouldn't it be great Um, But yeah, like here's the thing If that's the timeline I'm not feeling super upset That they're now saying it's in pre-development Because it lines up with what I heard Maybe six months ago That this was a dead-in-the-water project That was just starting up spinning wheels again and to me, that says this time it might actually happen, right? Yeah. You know, they, I that, mean, I will that, just that's say my that... optimistic view. Now,
0: I loved Beyond Good and Evil. I, I, I thought it was a great game. Um, mm. The idea of Beyond Good and Evil Two as a thing is exciting. I'm into it. Uh, I like that idea. I'm not yeah. displeased that it's in pre production. <laughs> however, however, Ubisoft. Dangled it like a fucking carrot to make yes. people buy Beyond Good and Evil HD, to make people buy Rayman Origins. And they made a teaser mm. for it when I was still in England. And, yep. and what kept were oh, they done, It's being done. And they weren't fucking doing anything. All yeah, of and, that was a lie, yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, Ubisoft is an is a proven liar. This isn't the first time they've done this kind of thing. Ubisoft should never be believed about. Anything now, ever all because, of this And is... they could take me to court yeah. for this right? If, if it's not true Ubisoft Feel free to sue me Because there's already paperwork That you could copy and paste to do that
1: with. <laughs> I am You just... are liars You have told <sighs> lies before I am gonna just point out That while you are completely true And in retrospect This does make a lot of the things that they have said Outright lies I still choose to believe. And I know that I am foolish for that. I know that it's just going to hurt me again. I have talked about this every time we get news. Every time we get news, I know that I am the, the bad heart... Uh, I am the damaged party in an unhealthy relationship here. I know that I should walk away and that I should just accept that this is never going to work out and I'm never going to be made happy. But I don't. I don't walk away. I stick in there because I think I can make them change through sheer belief that, that, that I can change Ubisoft. And I believe them this time when they say that they're sorry and they, they really are in pre-production and they really are making this video game. And I don't want to believe, but I believe. And I'm going to keep on thing.
2: I mean, the thought of seeing that like awesome city in... Yeah. Current gen graphics is, Leave your beyond you know, good and evil I, I, can I will how... give you
3: safe passage through the wasteland <laughs> Just walk <work>
1: away
2: <laughs> Just oh, walk away Laura it, don't it, worry it, it, There'll okay. always be more military FPS's to play uh-huh. If it doesn't
1: come I'm, out I'm never going to walk away from it And I'm realising this more and more as days go on And I just I'm living in hope that this Project just wasn't happening until six months ago That legal and pre-production and sorting teams has taken six months And that they were waiting until now to be like Yep, those deals are in place, this is definitely happening Now we can start teasing that we are going back into development And that's what I want to believe and I don't want anyone to change my mind I'm not trying to change your mind on that I'm not saying it's not going to happen
0: The fact that they've actually finally... Summoned up enough of a spine to say it's in pre-production that they've actually said rather than give us all this vague, oh yeah, it'll happen. We We'd promise like it's it still happen. it's still
1: happening. We promise it's like no, yeah. we they've used it in, in a development stage. Yeah, they've used an actual term.
0: They've actually mm. said they they've stated. A, a, a graspable fact about its development. They've, they have status. stated a
1: fact which could be proven true or false, one way or
0: the other. Yeah. So I'm not saying it ain't going to happen. Uh, I'm just saying that
1: now that it's just happening, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm still saying we get a CG trailer at some point, like in the next couple of months. That is the hey, this is coming to NX. By the NX, it's going to have the beyond good and evil. I still think we get that, even if the game itself, itself yeah. is only in pre-production. I think we get CG trailer. It's coming to NX, and that's the bit of news we get somewhere in the next few months.
0: If it is, yeah, I mean, if it's if if it's panned out how we uh, are anticipating mm. that Nintendo. Uh, Stumped up some cash to get this off the ground And it's coming to the NX Then yeah, they're going to want to get that out Before the
1: NX is out They're going to want that to be like on the forefront of NX news When they start announcing that thing Is Hey, here's the kind of games that are coming to it Beyond Good and Evil, you know that one It entered pre-production because of us Yeah, basically the same thing they did with Bayonetta 2 And the Wii U, they want
0: they, if this is happening the way we think it's happening They're going to want that for the NX With, with BG and E2 so, There's a little yeah. part I've of me no that's like mm. The
2: same kind of um, <clears throat> The same mixed feelings about that As in I'm glad it's getting made But it's just a pity so few people will probably get to play it Because it's on
0: Oh yeah I think well, that's yeah it's, yeah, it's fair enough I mean, I think mm. exclusivity as a whole is a
1: shame but Because in, it's
0: in, always cutting out A piece of an audience
1: but in, in cases like this and Bayonetta 2 And when, too, and when where you release really on Nintendo
2: that... only You're cutting out like yeah. three of the Four main avenues
0: it's like I Yeah know. but Well I mean again much. it's not Nintendo they're not cutting it out If it no. is this is the Only way it Why
1: is it the it's only way
0: I mean Ubisoft have them well
1: Ubisoft are a bunch of fucking foreskins to be fair it's much like bayonetta more so this than bayonetta in fact i think in that as much as beyond good and evil was some kind of like cult favorite if you look at sales numbers it has never sold terribly well and when they re-release it it never sells well on re-releases it probably doesn't financially make sense for ubisoft to to make a sequel And the only reason that any of us expect a sequel is because they made a fucking trailer for it in 2007 or whenever. Like, like, If they'd never made a trailer, I would never have anticipated a sequel, because why would you anticipate a sequel to it? And considering how long it's just not happened, I honestly believe it would never have happened had a company not stumped up to say, we will stump up the cash so that people that like this cult classic want to buy our new box. Right, I'll tell you the fucked up thing about that Is
0: Ubisoft Again if this is How it is Ubisoft has this Property has this game They don't want to do anything with it They don't think it sells There are people out there who would happily Have made a Beyond Good and Evil game But because I guess it You know, they can make a little bit of money off re-releases and stuff. They just sit on it and don't do anything with it. And I hate that. Like D&D dragons sitting on piles of gold that they'll never spend. Companies that hoard these fucking properties and do nothing with them. Um, Mm. A lot of this bitterness is because there's a game that came out... um, A long, long time ago, PS2, Xbox era uh, Called Metal Arms Glitch in the System I've talked about Mm. it uh, over the years Throughout my career Um, uh, uh, A very cool shooter uh, Hard as hell shooter That barely anyone played And Vivendi, I think, put it out Or something like that It gets complicated, that whole web of companies And... The developers had plans for three games they, they had a story they were going to run across Three games um, The first one came out, didn't sell very well I bought it, I love the shit out of it um, And then they didn't want to make a sequel And the Director of the company Swingin' Ape Studios that had made it Wanted to keep making Metal Arms Games And approached the publisher and said, look, you don't want to make any more games in this series. You don't want to stump up the money. You don't want to see any more. Can I buy the rights to the game? Can I have the rights to do it myself? And they said no. So they they would rather... They would rather watch a game just shrivel and die and never see the light of day again than let go of something they don't even want. You know, and I'm sure that, that somewhere sounds, there's some business reason for it. There's that, some sense to it, but it's
2: exactly like the music business.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like it's, that it's, album
2: I had that sat on a hard drive for five years.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's hoarding. It's all <laughs> it is. It's fucking hoarding. And they won't let people they won't even let people rent the fucking license and shit like that. They just keep ha- hold of it's, it. It's, that's it's, a, that's even
2: happened to some like really big, uh, really big artists. Like I know, yeah, it has. Um, Anthrax are, are one of the bands who it happened to like they their label wouldn't release them, and they were releasing live albums without like giving them money and stuff, and they were like saying to fans, "Don't buy our live album," <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah. honestly that I ended up, um, you know falling in love with with games and covering them and getting into them and doing that for a living, you know, covering games. If I did music, I I would be dead of a heart attack by now because the music industry, as scummy as the game industry gets, the one saving grace is it will never be as bad as record labels. Pure scum of the earth, salted slugs that are still alive and just bubbling and getting slime everywhere. That's a record label executive.
2: Yeah, I mean some of the stories, like even from this year with the whole Kesha thing, and like I'm just like, it's just such a horrible industry Mm -hmm. for
0: artists. (laughs) So so I I glad to be out of it. Yeah, like I respect independent musicians so much. Like anyone who can find a living outside of that system. Like if you if you can get away with going the Trent Reznor route, which Mm. not everyone can, but that whole fuck the record Mm. industry. I'll put my music out there. People can pay what they want for it, and all that kind of. Like, I, I love that model so much.
2: I love it too. Um, Look, like Trent, Trent and Radiohead are, are lucky enough that they are millionaires from the nineties.
0: Yes. So, yes. so, so they, they can they, have they uh, can
2: afford that luxury.
0: <laughs> that's the yeah. problem. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, Others principles of us have are very expensive. Our, our living, <laughs> if you can't afford them. Um,
1: so, yeah. In in summary. Beyond Good and Evil 2 is in some stage Of development and I Believed it into existence And I will continue to do this until it's On store shelves or I'll Die trying When it is no. we'll
2: all be thanking you for um,
1: Exactly I, for I expect a, a- I expect a thank you in the credits Where it's like we made this game So that Laura would just Fucking shut up already or something To that effect like I want to be Acknowledged <laughs> Alright should we get PSVR out the way yeah, can I, can I just quickly
2: before we do anything? Oh yeah, yeah, you've
1: got oh, to yeah. get your news. Done we both forgot, I forgot about I forgot to
2: say this last week, but um, I wanted to give like a big congratulations to our buddy Lisa Foyles, who had her first little baby, and an adorable oh, little baby. Little baby, and little I, baby Foyles, if, Bobby. If you don't know who Lisa is, she she worked at the Escapist with me and Jim. She did a video mm-hmm. series there when me and Jim were there, and we met her at the expo. And Lisa is like. One of the sweetest, nicest people I've ever met, like through the games industry, and like oh yeah,
0: her, her and her husband both just yeah. just lovely, lovely people,
1: I've, lovely, I've lovely, never, warm people. I've never so. met her, but I wish you, I wish her good luck with her new miniature human. I hope yeah. that it's it does all the things it's meant to do.
2: Yeah, so congrats yeah. to Lisa and the hubby, and and she's awesome. Go check out her work. She sang on my Tomb Raider song as well, and she's just all around an awesome human being. So yeah,
0: yeah, she. J- her the stuff she does is just very fun. Yeah. It's there's no, I've never seen any like nasty edge to it. She's not no. a prick like me. No. Um, <laughs> it's it's just very fun. It's very um, esca- it's very escapist. Yeah. And when I say that, I don't mean it's. Very I mean she she escapist. She I mean started, it's actual escapist viewing.
2: She started off on Nickelodeon, and that that will tell you what kind of a <laughs> an entertainer Lisa is. She's very bright and sunny, and her her stuff's just kind of. A nice pleasure to to be in, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. So, congratulations, Lisa.
0: Speaking about a pleasure to be in, which is not what I consider VR at all, (laughs) uh, PlayStation VR came out and I did a review of it. I actually did a video review because I felt that would work better for hardware. I ain't done a video review or a tech review in years. Uh, I somehow got away with it. People seem to think it was. See, people seem to think it went over quite well and it was a good review um, One person seemed to think I was a little biased because Sony supplied the VR headset uh, Which I find funny because Valve supplied the Vive And if you listen to this or indeed watch the review of the PSVR The amount of times I slag off the Vive should tell you how much respect I have For a company just giving me something to review I do
2: know, um, sounds like collusion to me
1: well yeah, the fact that they actively is. forced you in the NDA and were like, You have to disclose that we gave this to you. Which I, say, like, I actually liked that. Yeah, that's that's a really nice move, and it's a good case of like, hey, you you definitely didn't try and hide that they gave you this. Yeah. In fact, you're actually obligated to say it. I guess I gotta do that now as well. Just just
0: For everyone's attention, Sony gave me a PlayStation VR headset to review. So it, it, that's, I, I didn't get it anywhere else They gave it to me uh, To review it, the problem So is, the that is it disclosed
1: The one problem with that disclosure is Every time you say that It sounds more and more like you've stole it <laughs> I know that that's not the case Because everyone's reviews happen today And you got yours at the same time As everyone else who got them from Sony But that is, the way you say like it very... where, where you don't just say Sony gave it to me You're like, Sony gave it to me I didn't get it from anywhere else Sounds like So you did get it from somewhere else Just because you being sarcastic Just feels like second nature see this is why when there was Talk
0: once of putting um, Like sponsorships Into podcasts I was doing um, There was a talk once of maybe doing That for some podcasts that me and Jonathan Holmes and Conrad Zimmerman were working on And I said straight up I'm like look if we do this If we were to ever go this route I can't read the ads it has to be you, Conrad. You have to cause I will sound sarcastic, even if I'm trying not to. Cause I can't help it. I can't help any any corporate mandated phrasing. I can't help sounding sarcastic. And the the, the rep I was talking to about PSVR um, you know gave me the, the the notes about disclosure and I just said an email I said look don't you worry. They they will people will leave my review under no illusion about where I got this thing, which of course I had to translate as "I am going to make such a big deal about this disclosure and play <laughs> it for laughs to the point of maybe accidentally making it sound like I stole it." <laughs> which yeah, I like, didn't. I like, thinking this every Sony time. I'm like, "Did it? you?
1: Are you? Are you pretending that they gave it to you because you stole it? Is that what's <laughs> happening? I don't even know anymore." Um. But but yes. Uh. PlayStation VR, I,
0: I'm tempted to say it's the best of a bad lot, which is a little unfair because I do genuinely have a kind of a fondness for the PSVR, despite still believing everything I believe about virtual reality. I still believe it is another, another temporary gimmick, like all the other temporary gimmicks that were supposed to be the future. I still think that they're predominantly for rich white tech bloggers who live in big houses and Mm. VR headsets should actually be called privilege goggles. I still believe that. (laughs) Uh, I still believe it's incredibly prohibitive from not just a space, but from a pricing standpoint, from a physical standpoint, people with disabilities, people like me with injuries, people with eye problems, people who are susceptible to head. I still believe all that. But
2: People in in five-foot-wide studios.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, people in, in... like, offices that aren't huge. Like, my home office is just a converted bedroom. Then there ain't space in here with the Gym Jimquisition mm. set and my computer desk and my camera. There's, like, just enough not space. It is just big enough to be not quite big enough for room-scale VR. Yeah. Um, and so... Th- there are so many problems and I'm going to go through all of that Probably in a gymquisition, Maybe this Monday's one, I'm not sure yeah, I haven't decided But if you like VR If you are into it And you had to pick one I personally would say PSVR is the one That's, that's the only one I've tried so far that I'm like You know what If there are good games for this I'm not going like, to like I will check it out I will check it. How many like, are even... there? There's
2: the PSVR There's the Oculus Rift And what's the other one?
0: There's the
1: Vive <laughs> uh, HTC Vive, Google Cardboard, Samsung Gear VR Jesus. And then there's there's a others. new Google one That just got announced like today um, That oh, has, yeah. I know that there's a game From Mike Bithell that Mike involves Bithel, gardening yeah. And that woman oh, no. from the Great British Bake Off Are in it Um hmm. What's it called? I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. It's uh, some Google Daydream View is Daydream, that it? Daydream, that's it. Yeah, yeah Daydream, Daydream View, and it's like it comes with motion controllers, but it's controlled by your phone. But initially, it will only work with Google's new Pixel phone. It's, I don't know. I tell you what, there's wow. another thing I like about the PlayStation VR, right? Yeah, it's called the
0: PlayStation VR. It's not called the Vive or the Oculus or the Daydream. It's the- it is what it is It's the PlayStation Is the, the,
2: is the uh, Vive for PC Or is it for Xbox or what
1: Vive is, uh, uh, is PC. just PC And okay. Oculus is PC And kind of Xbox But not really at all okay.
0: And does Microsoft have an exclusive one at all or? Are they They've of- got They've got these glasses they're going to be bringing out Called HoloLens Which isn't
1: really VR, it's more augmented reality stuff yeah. like, oh, Also, like that. Jensen's yeah, yeah. Spies, Can I just say you know? something about HoloLens That I discovered today We're all on Skype right now Click on the tools tab at the top of Skype There is a thing that says Install HoloLens add-in Oh so, yeah, like, I see it Yeah. yeah. You,
2: know what? HoloLens, so, like, you know
1: what I'm, I'm never going to click that <laughs> ever.
2: HoloLens could be awesome <laughs> For uh, content creators, because,
0: it could um, be. You can, ain't gonna
2: you can be have moved. your HUD up on the lenses, and your actual yeah, game can yeah. have a lovely but clean HUD screen that you can capture. I totally agree. Um,
1: it's it's, it's not going to work like it does curren- in tech demos. It's currently three thousand dollars per like dev kit as well, which is like, <laughs> uh, ooh, that's that's a painful pill to swallow. Wow. But it's, you know, it's, it's going to
0: be like VR. Like, it's I can not going to be anywhere near as good that. as they're promising. Mm. So, yeah, like, There's, I, a a yeah. There's a lot of stuff you could get instead of a HoloLens. There's a lot of stuff you could get instead of a VR like two, headset.
2: Yeah, like two 1080s instead of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and, ga- and with that, you can play like good games instead mm. of VR games. Yeah. Did you um, play the Batman thing, games. Jim? I, uh, no, because Warner Brothers hates me, so I didn't <laughs> even bother asking them for the, the Batman VR thing. I, 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 watched, I,
2: I watched a video of it, and I have to say I was not impressed.
1: It I've played mm-hmm. I've played a demo of it and I oh, yeah. very much enjoyed it while being in there. Um, I've not yeah. played the full game, so like we'll see how it pans out because apparently the full thing's like an hour long. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've not officially had like the the retail version of the headset yet. I have used the retail version of the headset at a press event last week, but not. As like a review unit So this is my I spent six hours with a retail headset on my head But I technically haven't received A review unit to test in my own home yet Opinion The PlayStation VR has grown on me a lot Since I tried it back at E3, perhaps It Um, does that, doesn't it? You put it on for more than a few hours And it starts, like, melding
0: with your skin (laughs) And becoming part of
1: you So, yeah, like, I don't know what went wrong with it When I tried the PSVR back at E3 The person who threw it on my head I think just, like, took zero time to make sure it was properly fitted because the biggest ish- adjusting yeah. yeah the big issue i had with it e- at e3 is that it felt like it was going to fall off my head at all times it felt like it was sitting sort of very on top of my head the focus didn't mm-hmm. seem right and once you realize oh this is how you fit it like at the back properly and here's how you tighten it up so it doesn't feel like it's going to fall off your head so it's and here's how you adjust the focus it's the it dr martin infinitely boots better. Of, of
2: video games
1: yeah, throwing on someone else's for a few seconds without having it properly tightened doesn't feel good. But if you yeah. do like the two or three steps to attach it properly, you're like, oh, that's what this is about. Because it's it's an unusual way of putting it on, but it it's it's more secure than it feels like it
0: should be. Yeah, um, you compare it to the. I've been doing a lot of comparisons between it and the Vive because the Vive's you know, the other big one that people know. Um, the Vive's kind of, you know, these straps, and you are kind of just. Pull it up on your head like a wig, uh, and, and then I, it always feels such like wibbly wobbly on my head with trailing wires. I hate it. Um, whereas this thing, it's got like it's all hard plastic, and you push your button and you pull back like a bow and arrow. You pull the strap like a plastic. Harness, backwards, like a Saw trap, and then just pop it On your head, it's similar to the reverse Bear trap from Saw, you (laughs) pop it On your head, let go, and then it Kind of sits snugly, and again Feeling like your jigsaw you get a cog at the back and you twist it and just feel everything tighten around
1: your head until it feels um, like yeah this feels secure on my head and not like it's gonna fall off like it did when someone just threw one on my head at e3 yeah like, yeah you can't that, just throw it on your head that cog at the back is the step that like was completely skipped by in all of my e3 um previews of the thing and i'm like oh this makes a huge difference why did no one do mm. this um, yeah, it took yeah. me a while, even myself, because it is you've got to, there There's a very distinct
0: sweet spot with the mm. the thing, and you've got to make sure the lenses are in the right place, and that could vary from person to person because everyone's eyes are different. So, but at least adjusting... the first time I played it, it was blur- like blurry as hell. Mm. Like I was playing the. Um, London Heist which is part of the VR World's minigame collection And I was shooting at all these gangsters And like I could tell it was supposed to feel good But everything was so blurry Especially in the periphery I couldn't really focus on anything It's amazing I got the headshots I did It's just I'm that good at games <laughs> um, But once I finally like adjusted it just right I actually had to take the whole thing back off Mm. Re-pull it And then plonk it right down And once you do that You kind of get a knack For how it's supposed to go on Because it doesn't really tell you in the instructions It tells you how to do it But it doesn't tell you that you should really have the harness Down at this part of your Like this up part of the underside yeah. of your
1: skull, and once uh, and you once know you where it, that it, it is, works. like you can do that on other people and show them where it's meant to be. Yes, but it takes some working out of that. Um, what I do really like is it's the easiest of the headsets so far I've found for just adju- adjusting where the lenses are for getting focus. In that yes. it's literally just here is a button, push it out or pull it in until it looks right, then let go of the button. Yeah, like it works. Again, compared to the
0: Vive, which I mean, the Vive takes. Ages to set up Mm. uh, In comparison It's so fiddly And you've got to Fucking find places To mount These sensor boxes In your room And all this shit Whereas the The uh, VR PSVR They've got an instruction book It's several simple steps And it really is just Plug this in here Plug that in that Plug that in that Pop that on your head Here are the buttons to adjust you're done. If you ever need recalibration, you don't have to open up different fucking sub-menus. Hold the options button on your controller, the screen, snap, there you are, you're recentered. centered um, Everything about it is just that much more user-friendly. You know what's going to make
2: the um, PSVR worth the asking price for me? Mm-hmm. Is uh, getting my non-gaming, easily scared girlfriend to play Outlast
1: <laughs> or Resident Evil 7 <laughs> it? I mean, hell, <laughs> just try um, Rush of Blood. Like, yeah, that that R- game what Russia I invented Blood. and totally didn't exist, and then it did. yeah. Laura, Laura, three D printed me a disc for Rush of Blood <laughs> to. Drop. Yeah, and um, as as we all know, I three D print games into existence because I announce them before people yeah. do. I did. I as I was playing it, I was laughing to myself, just like I can't believe I'm
0: playing the game that Laura. Um, Announced and everyone said didn't exist I, It was got, kind of funny I got to
1: have a bit of a chuckle playing it back at E3 Just for the whole thing of like Ha! Ha! I yeah. revealed this game Before they did ha. Rush, Rush
0: of Blood though is it, The closest any game So far has come to convincing me That VR is Worth it It's better um, than I, I gave it credit
1: for Because I just laughed off the idea so Yeah, like I still can't that, believe uh, it's an Coldplay Until Dawn
0: game
2: to a really great album
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Um, I still can't believe it's like an Until Dawn game. Um, there, there are references to it, like you're stalked throughout the roller coaster because you're on a roller coaster. Yeah, um, it is the weird literally ghost train an on rails shooter. Yeah, um, and the the bad guy from Until Dawn shows up every now and then to do creepy things. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. The the level I was playing. Um, that I I took some footage for for my video review. You're in a slaughterhouse with gigantic pigs that are twitching and screaming. And if you're wearing, like, decent headphones, which you should, like, throw away the little earbud pieces of shit that come with the PSVR and get some real headphones. If you're wearing proper ones, just... Like, all around you, 360 degrees, while you're physically ducking saw blades and shit. Like, it, it was... Kind of scary uh, Mostly hilarious, in a good way um, Did, did I, you I, shoot the baby clowns, Jim? I shot so many clown babies um, You in shot fact, the clown babies um, I didn't use Come on, Jim, you're
2: not meant to shoot clowns
0: the, uh, Actually, there's a lot of clowns to shoot in, in Not just the clown babies, there's a lot of clowns to shoot In uh, Rush of Blood uh, The footage I have for the PSVR review, a lot of it's just me speaking over footage of me playing and little clips of me talking while playing in between um, a lot of that footage uh, that I'm talking over if you were to listen to the original sound that, that my camera picked up, it's just me constantly going, ah, clown baby bang bang, there's another clown baby <laughs> then hearing some crying and going where's the clown baby, there are little clown baby things that you shoot for bonus points in um uh, Russia blood, uh, and it's always exciting when you find a clown baby and shoot it. You gotta shoot the clown babies. Is is what I'm that's the overall message of PlayStation VR as a system. Yeah,
2: shoot the clown you, baby. You no, gotta shoot what the clown baby. In, nothing the clown like the Until Dawn. I played.
1: It's not, it is nothing it is it like <laughs> Until Dawn. It's basically if Until Dawn like had a baby with time crisis and the whole thing was like let's not take ourselves too seriously while being until dawn time crisis
0: yeah it's like if if disney world decided until dawn was a great game to make a fairground ride out of um and and it somehow it's it's stupid enough that it works uh, that's what I respect about it Like It is stupid enough that it works And I know it's, it's been it's- getting rather tepid scores um, From reviewers uh, I've not reviewed any of the software yet I didn't get the headset um, until after A lot of other people did so I'm working on that but from what I've played so far, like I, I fucking love
1: it. Um, maybe and I, they maybe I, they
2: got different versions than Laura's when she three D printed.
1: That's true. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I'm I'm really sorry, Jim. I inaccurately three D printed you a better version of the game. See this this is what happens when you come to me for your video game devices and games that I three D print, is I create ones that are better than the actual yeah. ones. Sorry. Because, like,
2: because about... like every person on the internet with no experience in games development, we are all better at designing games than the people oh, yeah, who make the games we bitch about.
0: Absolutely, but what I like about Russian Blood is it—it it works outside of being a VR game. Too many mm. VR games I've played, like they're only "quote unquote" good because you've got a headset on and it's oh I can see behind me oh that's good. Um, whereas this, like, it still works as a light gun shooter. Um, and it made me excited for the idea of like a House of the Dead with PSVR. Um, it's, It's a decent light gun shooter, as well as a VR thing. It's not just a tech demo for virtual reality, which so many games in VR are at the moment. And that's what really, that's what sold me. I'm like, if we got more experiences like that, I'd be quite, I'd be a lot more behind the idea than I am. I still wouldn't be fully behind it, because, again, for all the reasons I've given already. But, playing that was the first time I took a headset off and I was like that was fucking cool I took I had to take the headset oh, I needed a breather after the slaughterhouse level I took it I was like that was fucking cool uh, and that's the closest I've come to understanding why Ben Kachera's penis is rock rigid hard whenever someone mutters VR in the same room as him
2: Well he's got probably just got I a give, big living room <laughs>
1: I give him so much
0: shit. Well, yeah,
1: he's got his privilege goggles. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put like the side of this that we haven't really talked about yet as someone that has a Vive, has an Oculus, and has used both of them. Not in my own home, but my mother has like enough space in her home. Listen that, to like, Lady First World. I, I
3: have
2: a Vive and an Oculus.
1: Uh, shut up. <laughs> work things reasons work. Um, so. I have both of them through work, and most of the time when I do room scale stuff, it's because my mum invites me over because she wants to show <laughs> her work Friends VR, because she's weirdly into the vibe. Um okay. As someone that uses both of them, there is a definite step down in overall visual quality, which thankfully is made up for, and I think like overall is definitely made up for, by the fact that every piece of PlayStation VR software I have tried so far is running at a locked 60 frames a second, or 120 or whatever. Nice. It's running yeah. at a good-looking, solid frame rate, which yeah. is... That makes There's a, a huge difference. X- that's for, yeah. that's because it's standardized That's vital on VR, isn't it? Mm, because it's for standardized hardware, you're getting none of the expected blips and things. Um, so much easier to set up. But the other thing is that the motion <laughs> control stuff, which I really enjoy in things like the Vive, definitely do take a quality hit on the PSVR notably if you're playing a game that like immerses you to the point that you don't realize you've turned around 180 degrees from the camera motion control with your hands then goes wildly downhill because the camera's no longer facing directly oh, yeah, at your yeah, hands I mentioned right. this in the video review there's a
0: frustration when your mm. roller coaster goes past a clown baby and you're mm. trying to shoot the clown baby behind you and you you realize like shit the camera can't see yeah. that I'm trying to shoot this goddamn clown baby.
1: Exactly. Like there are there are definite tech downsides and the, absolutely. I don't think it's, anyone's going to look at that headset and say this is the best technical VR headset on the market.
2: The question But that, that I have to ask you guys that everyone wants to know which one is going to be the definitive VR porn machine?
1: Uh, not the PSVR. <laughs> no, not the PSVR. It's not going to be that one. It's probably going to be the Google Cardboard because it's the easiest way, the easiest and cheapest way to watch free porn. Also, yeah, yeah. Um, like a bunch of, I think Pornhub put out free Google Cardboard headsets to anyone that wanted them for VR. There's porn. a couple. Porn on there cardboard. are other I mean, sites that's, that's that do That's pretty it. retro. Yeah. <laughs> well, like. Um. Yeah, the
0: portable ones it works better for uh, porn. If we if we if we're gonna talk porn, yeah, um, the gear because there's less setup. You can just throw
1: it straight on your head, and there's the porn.
0: Yeah, it's a hassle. Plus, I mean, it's just it's you want to be comfortable when you're wanking, and the Vive just like too many cables for wanking. It's pushing all the fat down my face. I don't want that. I don't want to have to set
1: up room scale to wank. Yeah, I don't need the whole room to watch me when I wank. Yeah, I Not, only need like you know a small portion of the room to watch me while I wank. It's a it's a private thing
0: just for me. Yeah. So um. yeah. Um, PSVR is basically yeah, it's a technical downgrade, but in terms of comfort, ease of use, uh, working as a as an intermediary machine as something people can immediately get. Um, plus, another thing I've got to say. Uh, the lens flare that I've complained about with the Vive—we've talked about this before—I realise not everyone gets it. But some some people do. It might be an eye thing. Do it's it's non-existent for me on the mm. PSVR. I do not get the the horrible lens flare and blurring lights and colours that I get that that makes the Vive just so. Hideous to me when I put it on So I am super I'll take, glad to hear that Yeah I will take inferior graphics That I can see Over superior graphics that I fucking can't <laughs> uh, And I say see Most of the time Because the other issue That I have with PSVR is It gets wet in those Fucking goggles It, it doesn't breathe very well does it It does not breathe very well It steams my glasses up and there's condensation That happens quite a bit
1: the Vive does a bit better in that regard, just yeah. because um, it has foam around the edges, as opposed to this that just kind of has like the sort of uh, Plasticky, whatever that rubbery plastic seal around it's got the edges. Really is. thin rubber kind of yeah flaps that that go around your face, and basically really... trapping in the liquid and never letting it escape.
0: Yeah, it's uh if especially if you wear glasses and if you um, have big like the glasses I typically wear, I've got. A small set and a big set I like the big set because I get more compliments from Cute people at stores (laughs) Um, If I'm wearing my big glasses Then yeah like The tops of them especially will just start Getting cloudy Um, It's not a huge issue uh, But there is a reason why Sony Has a little um, Cloth that comes with the PSVR There's a little baggie in the box With a cloth that is like glasses cleaning cloth And it's like yeah you fuckers knew this would happen But otherwise, like I say, it's...
1: Otherwise, good. Um, Yeah, I'm still not
0: uh, impressed by virtual reality, but PSVR is the best of the lot.
1: As someone who really enjoys virtual reality from time to time, I like that this is easier to set up and has a better-looking lineup on the offset. Um, I'm, you know... If I was going to show someone VR and say, like, hey... This is why VR impresses me. I would still go for, like, the Vive with a room scale setup if I could. Um, if that's an option, that is always the thing that I think will impress people more. Um, that being said, if I just want to sit in my office and play some VR games and just have a bit of a shooty time by myself, PlayStation VRs are infinitely easier way to do that. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I will, take, I will take that trade-off. You know, it most of the time that works fine by me. Um, yeah. I mean, the UI as well. I mean,
0: I have so much fucking hassle off the Vive because the Steam VR interface pops up, and half the time it's like we can't detect your headset, and I have to unplug it and plug it back in again, and mm. all this kind of bullshit. And it's like you need to install firmware on each separate fucking controller. <laughs> Enjoy doing that, you prick. And. So many fucking fiddly bits when the PSVR, like, I could go out there right now and just press a button and it's on. Yeah. Uh, and I don't get that with the Vive. It's it's not got that mm. immediate,
1: let's just put this thing on and play some but games. There is something very quickly worth noting that was news we had this week. Um, if you're one of the few people that does have an HDR-ready TV and is using HDR on your PS4... You have to physically unplug your PSVR headset before you can put on the HDR mode Even if you're not currently using the headset You can't just like not be using the headset and use HDR You have to unplug the headset before HDR Ugh, is available God. So that's a bit of a shame Yeah, The other shame as well is the, the whole
0: PlayStation Move thing I'm like, yeah, really Sony? You you are really repackaging six year old failed technology hey, and reselling I, it to us for a hundred. I think bucks.
1: that that tech works alright, and I picked it up second hand on eBay for ten about ten pound per controller. When I say off, failed technology, and... I mean it failed at market when they first. Oh yeah, got it, it failed like at it's... market, but v, like VR is the case where it's like oh yeah, now I understand why this tech like exists. That tech makes so much more sense in VR than it does without VR. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, but the thing is is It's six-year-old tech It shouldn't yeah. be sold in a two-pack For a hundred bucks It's no, six-year-old
0: six that, tech, That's Sony. why
1: you go on eBay and buy them For right, ten pounds each Here's the
0: issue with that Here's the issue with that Because it's six-year-old tech Most <laughs> of those controllers are six years old And they have lithium batteries Yeah. And if you're buying them off eBay And they work Well done you're one of the lucky ones I am half lucky I had I f- I, the, the two I bought from Amazon I got, I got mine from Amazon um, Obviously way cheaper than the the ones Sony are selling new um, They hold two thirds Of a charge each And well that's what it says on the screen But they seem to operate at Maybe half that uh, The lithium batteries are dog shit In the older moves now And it's a Crap shoot as to whether you're going to get ones That can even turn on uh, or at least stay on without having uh, a USB connection to a power source. So that's just something people have got to be aware of. If you're going to go the cheap route, be aware that you're buying six-year-old technology that might not work. If you're going to go the official route, bear in mind you're buying expensive controllers that is also six-year-old technology.
1: That is Don't sell it totally, as brand new, you cheeky a, fucks. That is a totally fair, fair thing to say. So... Yeah, we we done on that PSVR just about.
0: Yeah. yeah, basically, I'm still not sold on VR, but
1: that one's all, that one's all right. It's I all right. I went it's off cool. to make a cocktail had a bit of while you were
2: talking it. about it, so
1: that's that's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, suggestions already for people. I have a very quick thing. If if you're gonna suggest cocktails for next week, try and think of an edible cocktail that you could call the shit in a pint for Gab. Did
2: we actually say this? Did we say this before the podcast? We said this
1: at the we said this at the beginning of the show. Did we? Or did we, we were say it before we
2: started? I can't remember. No,
1: we we said it on the air. Right. Um, ideas for things. We did it in the first like five ten well, minutes. Let, I let think. me give you an um,
2: example of what I'm talking about. Right, what I'm having now is called an apple gavtini. And I remember the night I invented this, I told Jim about it on Facebook because I was really drunk. You get a gin and tonic, or as I prefer, gin and sparkling water, slice of lime, slice of lemon, then you get an apple and munch it all up in your mouth and like spit it all <laughs> back into the cup. <laughs> Now, alternatively, <laughs> you can not be a peasant and get like a juicer instead, and put the apple in that way. No, you <laughs> and it's, you delicious. Can't get and, up.
1: Now. and it's delicious it up in your and mouth. fresh
2: with some ice, <laughs> and it's only sixty calories, and it's yummy. Well,
1: okay then. <laughs> so that's the then.
2: kind I of that's suggestions thing about- we're looking for.
0: I think That's the thing I still about this that, cocktail thing. Uh, yeah. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. Right? Try and keep them local because some of us are trying to stop being as yeah. fatty
1: bum bum as we are. I yeah. still think that Gavin's. Any suggestions you have for Gavin? I think that someone needs to suggest like an edible. Shit in a pint cocktail. Oh, recipe. definitely. Like, try to so, come up with something. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had alcoholic, chocolatey drinks before. We, can, someone can come
0: up with some shit oh, in
1: a
2: pint. I, but I, I I'm gotta I'm, say, I'm saying, probably not gonna do chocolatey drinks. Blech,
0: chocolate I'm not e- alcohol,
1: maybe just make it look brown without being chocolatey, yeah. if you can.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna say right now as well that we shouldn't be under any obligation to drink every single. Oh no, we will no, drink no, we them pick one each.
1: We will pick one each yeah. that we feel like drinking, and, and that Nothing but Baileys,
2: because nobody wants to drink, like, seven-day-old Smegma in a cocktail. <laughs> I don't
1: mind Baileys. I'm all right. Um, Baileys. I'm just,
0: I don't want to spend my entire food calorie budget. Being oh, as fat as I am, oh, I can no, spend a no. fair bit before going into overdraft. <laughs> but I'm not going to make it so I can't eat that day, yeah. because I got drunk for a no, podcast. No, no, no. My, my you, calorie budget is... We
2: have one is... or
1: two... It's One like, or
2: two each My calorie budget's 1,900 So
1: I really have to watch What I yeah. see. <laughs> it's it's cool we'll, we'll take suggestions And then pick the ones That we're like Yeah, that that's doable Yeah, um, yeah. But we'll so, get that done It'll be fun Yeah uh, Very quickly I'm going to stay 100% unspoilery on this I got to try the uh, Dark Souls 3 DLC This Ooh, week Ooh, nice um, it is really good It feels like more Dark Souls mm. It feels like a considerable step up in difficulty From the main campaign It the, looks. Laura,
2: is it visually a bit skyrim Kind of Lords of the Fallen-y vibe uh, with defi- the kind
1: of- Definitely feels very skyrim yeah. Um The enemy types Feel very distinct From those in the main game mm. There's nothing that has quite the same Sort of um, combat pattern And that's definitely sure. Interesting, nothing that attacks In the same sort of the same sort of format I'm going to stay very, very spoiler free And apparently there are two bosses In the DLC I got to fight one of them And the one I fought was Reminiscent of something from Dark Souls 1 mm. But distinct enough That I felt like I was getting u- a unique challenge I had a lot of fun with it so. Was it
2: was, um, The one thing that worries me, Laura Was it much harder? Because for I find with Bloodborne The bosses in the DLCs Made me quit the game because okay. they were it, just it, so the bosses in Bloodborne were hard, but the ones in the DLCs yeah. were just
1: ridiculous. It it feels like a natural step onwards from beating that final boss. It feels like oh yeah, I beat the final boss of this game. I I feel ready to fight this DLC boss. And, do you mean the kind of
2: hidden one or the story? Uh, final I'll one? say
1: the the sto- the story one, okay. not the. well they were both it, hard as as balls, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, not not. I'm not saying you're gonna have to fight Like both the final bosses That sort of difficulty It's like You beat the game Yeah you're probably ready for this It's that little step up and onwards Um, So yeah It was good I really I I really enjoyed what I've played
2: If you guys felt that way About the Bloodborne DLC Like I, oh, that mm. was the point at me where it, the bosses just stopped being fun and just were so difficult. I was just no, this is just.
1: Oh, I I feel like that in the main game. Right. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I just I, remembered. Yeah.
0: Um, I just remembered just a quickly changed tack The embargo for Gears of War Four will be up by the time this goes out. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we what can... a disappointment.
1: Yeah, oh. it's. Mm, I've I've played enough of it to be like. Mm, That's a pity. Mm, was, yeah. Kind it's still a good game because it's gears, yeah. but that's what's disappointing.
0: It's a good game because of everything Epic made yeah. and the coalition is yeah. kind of used. Um, it's it's. I mean I, I i would still recommend it to a gears fan because it's still gears. It still mm. feels good. It's still there's there's still not another shooter like it on the market, mm. um, but. I'm someone who plays those games for the campaign, believe it or not. I know a lot of people are like, well, Gears of War has a campaign. Um, Yeah, it does, a very good one. Like it's a kind of popcorn munching blockbuster movie plot, but it's fun. (laughs) Um, What do I look like? A fucking botanist. (laughs) See, Marcus (laughs) Phoenix is fun, and you don't get to play as Marcus Phoenix. You Mm. get to play as his boring son with his boring friends against boring enemies who are not the Locust, even though they behave exactly like the <laughs> Locust, except they don't have the personality of the Locust. There are no Theron guards, there are no Cantus priests, there are no beast riders, there, there's none of the diversity and variety and and like, character of the Swarm. Mm. Um, they are basically just like boring Locust, which is the problem I had with Gears 3 with the Lambent, who were basically just glowing zombie Locust. I'm like, why do they keep trying to... Get rid of the locust when they were I thought they were like they were enemies I loved to hate. Mm, they were, they really were these cool. ugly, nasty, spiteful fucking. And things. when
2: they would go boom or grind
0: Oh the bo- boom boom um, groundwater. And I loved like the Theron are like some of my favourite enemies in games. Mm. I fucking like just these masked hissing ones with the talk bows. Just uh, HUMAN! I loved what? that shit. Yeah, like I just I used to love um, reviving in in multiplayer as a Theron just because it would go
1: rise
0: <laughs> and it was just really badass. Um, and you don't get that with this because the swarm are just they're just shit locust wannabes. Yeah. Um, and you know there are spoilers I can't say about them even though it's fucking obvious. Boom. But <laughs> it's 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 a letdown and. It really upsets me because I mean, first of all, I'm just upset that there are no Therans because I've I've just got this thing about them as as enemies. But I, ah, uh, it's so bland now. It's so bland, and the the worst part of it is, is that campaign feels like part of an episodic series. That's how little story is in there, and how shit the cliffhanger ending is. It is so blatant That it was designed To be the first of three games And they didn't try mm. and hide it At all Um, to be fair, every the first game has had a also sort of that, uh... It did but it felt Complete yeah. because You know you get General Ram Introduced as mm. the Protagonist of that one game mm. And you understand from the voiceovers You hear that there is A higher power mm. And you know more to do But guys, what you everyone a conclusion wants to, know, to a story Is there a scene in which a city
2: this? Gets sunk by a giant worm
0: No giant worms That would be too interesting That uh, is a disappointment
2: It's a giant worm Sinking cities with a giant
3: worm <laughs> The
2: greatest fucking great. one liner In video yep. game history
0: <laughs> there's, there's, there's only one thing like that In this one and it, it does come from Marcus Phoenix hmm. Um But I won't say much but but Keep an ear out during a, a scene In a greenhouse toward the earlier Portion of the game and you get Your your token Phoenix Says something hilariously stupid Line um, Shut the it's, fuck it's, up Baird <laughs> uh, Is Baird yeah, in I, it Or like, is like, that a
2: spoiler to tell if he's
0: in it Um
2: Sorry, I'll just fucking play the thing. I'll stop asking all these
0: questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I realise uh, that he's he just going already. Sort of says too much, yeah. but um, I, I don't know. It's it's not out when the embargo's up. I think it's out next Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. I, from I, here, you go. I, I um, will. Yeah. I will say I like that it has split uh, split screen co op. Oh, it does. It. Yeah. There's, yeah. Some nice. stuff, is, there's some good stuff. There's some good stuff to nice. it. Like that's enough that's for some, me to be like, even that though is it's a selling it's, point. Me. Yeah. If nothing else, that's why I'll play it. I'll sit with my housemate and we'll play through it because we could always do with a nice yeah. co-op shooter to play. It's been mm-hmm. so long Split since there's is been nice. a good,
2: uh, sh- like two-player game that you can just play with your body in the same room.
0: Mm. Uh, the The multiplayer is pretty good. I mean, it, again, it's mostly just more gears. Uh, but the three modes they came up with for this game are. Pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, that there's a, a mode that constantly changes weapons. Every time your team gets three kills, you're forced to have another weapon in your hands. Which is good because that at least means that until the round where everyone gets shotguns, there's no fucker rolling around with fucking shotguns. Yeah. So that's pleasant. Um, Does horde, the shotgun modes mode back, still horde mode's bad, Horde mode's good. Uh, it's still Shotgun Palooza. Mm. Okay. They. I get the feeling they don't want it to go away Um, There's constant stuff that just They keep introducing to the series more and more To remove the cover from the cover based shooter Um, Uh. This round they've got Even though again it undermines the use of cover And makes it more more of a hindrance than a help There is a cool move called the Yank and Shank now Which (laughs) isn't my idea of a Yank and Shank But... (laughs) If someone's behind cover and it's kind of a wall you could jump over um, and you're both on either side of that wall, you can press a button to reach across the wall, grab the other person and heave them over the cover and then just stab them several times with a knife. Um, And that's very fun to do, especially in multiplayer. Uh, That's fun. Um, And yeah, Horde mode is is cool. Horde mode's really tough this time around. Um, Very merciless. But Overall, um, you know, it's a seven out of ten from me, which is still good. That's good, it's still a solid, robust game, but I wanted better than good because I yeah. I have high standards for Gears. I, I'm a big fan of the Gears series, uh, and it just didn't it didn't have the personality mm. of the other ones. Like I, the, uh, they wanted to position this as the start of a new era for Gears, a new generation, but it was just upholding the status quo and. Adding no flavour whatsoever It was just the most vanilla Gears you could get hmm.
2: Pe- People like to uh, take the piss out of Gears Because the kind of big manly men in it and stuff And because the legacy that came after it With all the copycats But the, the, the first three Gears games the the original trilogy there was not a bad game in that bunch They were really well made no.
1: They were exceptionally no. good at what they were Brilliant set yeah. pieces I, mean, I, I even had my disappointments
0: about Gears 3 yeah. um, Specifically again with the enemies With the phasing out of the locust in favour Of this lambent shit, mm. And I didn't think the story was particularly Satisfying <laughs> but was Aging, You don't want a- to
2: reopen an epic hole
0: I, I don't <laughs> want to reopen an epic hole in are past that um, I, I did give it a hate out of 10 it was still a great game uh, it just wasn't as good as like Gears 2 for me is still the fucking Zenith Gears 2 mm. was magnificent yeah um, I'd and agree it's despite, the best one. yeah despite people shitting on it for me the second best in the series is Judgment uh, mm. I thought Judgment was great fun um, and the best thing about it was Beast Mode which you don't have in like they didn't bring it back for Gears 4 uh Probably because, again, there's so little diversity among the swarm, you couldn't do beast mode. Um, but beast mode in Judgment, where you could play as the different uh, animals and species of locust, so you could play as a little ticker and like run up to the human players and explode on them, or you could be a cantor's priest and get all their skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was awesome, and it, I'm sad they didn't bring it back, but again... Without the Locust, you couldn't do it for this because the swarm is shite.
3: Mm. Yeah. So, anyway,
0: Gears of War, still a good game, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sad because something tells me I'm, I'm just not going to play it as. Like, I've played the first Gears campaign so many times. Yeah. I love it. Um, this one, I will put it back on for Horde mode, and that's about it. Plus, mm. also, it's full of microtransactions, and the grinding to get the premium currency in game is not good at all.
1: Mm. fucking feather paper. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of games that are still pretty good, Gavin, you you played a game this week that's <clears throat> been out quite a while.
2: Yeah. Um Splinter Cell Blacklist.
1: Yeah, uh, you've, you you yeah. finally finished that game.
2: Yeah, I won't bore you too long cuz it's kind of an older game, but I, I, sup- I enjoyed it a surprising amount. I I've never been huge into that series, but uh Yeah. It's a really nice tactical stealth game that gives you a ton of different options in how you want to approach things, and I like it. It was decent.
0: Yeah, it was decent. I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't dislike it. I, I, I liked it well enough. I think, I, yeah. I think I gave that like a seven or a seven point five, something like that. Yeah. Um, the the story then was again, the kind of
2: thing that every time it was on, I was just like waiting to get back into the level because <laughs> it
0: was it was a bit dull and they, yeah. they changed um, Fisher's voice actor, so it wasn't Michael Ironside anymore, and he was just a a, a way more bland character. Um, it was, and even though again, like with what I said about judgment, I I kind of like. The one in the series that people shit on a lot like Even though it was basically Kind of Arkham as, uh, Asylum But with Sam Fisher I loved Splinter Cell Conviction I, I thought that was a fantastic game and yeah, that was a fun I realise I'm in a minority But it was hard to follow up uh, Conviction with Blacklist for me
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's, it's a good fun stealth If you like stealth games I would definitely give it a try Because it's one of the better ones mechanically Just Don't expect the story to blow you away. It's a very kind of very typical Tom Clancy kind of just lots of stuff about chemical weapons and the president and it all kind of blurs past you. I mean there was times where I actually had to make try and make myself pay attention to what they were saying. (laughs) 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 But yeah, great. The one thing that pissed me
0: off about the thing that pissed me off about that game is the moment I put it on. The first thing that ever appeared on the screen was a pop up saying checking for DLC and I'm like fucking game industry
2: so many games that's, are doing that nowadays man oh yeah my like God. They, surely
0: that's the that's the first thing I want to see is it when I'm I've just spent 60 bucks on sing, a game is single
2: player games crashing out because they went offline there's never an yeah. excuse for that ever
0: fuck off if you do that Sorry. Oh no, the game industry has excuses. Mm. They're just all shit.
1: Whoa. Um, so, before we finish up, I've got a couple of bits I want to throw in because I went to GamerX this past weekend, so I I did some stuff while I was out there in them, yeah, America. Very sad I couldn't go this year. I, I, I know, you, you missed me packing yeah. out a room to talk about butts. Room, every, I saw the every photos. seat filled out is very nice. <laughs> nice. Um, very proud. So very proud of you. But the, the highlights of my trip. Um I got to eat my first ever Taco Bell. I oh. ate, I ate a now, meal served an analogy, in a Dorito Laura, or No, no, I ate I ate a meal served in a Dorito. Wow. Well. That's certainly one oh, way the old I Dorito ate. the old I, Dorito
0: tacos. Well,
1: I I asked the people I went with what is the most American thing I can eat and they told me <laughs> the Doritos taco from Taco Bell so I <laughs> ate it. It yeah. sure was a meal in a slightly damp to- Dorito. Hey, oh. It's
0: kind of it's kind of stale Doritos with some yeah. low quality mincemeat. My in it my my
1: fingers got incredibly orange, and I was like, "Why mm-hmm. would anyone want this inconvenience?" Um, like more orange than like eating regular Doritos. I find they, yeah. they they seem to put extra dust on, maybe to cover up the staleness. Quite possibly. Um, that being said, I would did you try say something it's else. Kind of similar um, to
2: like a TJ TGI, TGI Friday kind of thing, Laura, or is it way oh. more? Um...
0: Taco Bell. No, it's like a drive-through. Basically, w- imagine McDonald's yeah.
1: but for Mexican food. Okay. Um, um no, with a I I, I think shine. that is doing a disservice to the relative quality of McDonald's. Um, <laughs> possibly. Taco food. Bell feels like uh, Taco Bell feels like a step down from McDonald's. Um, I did enjoy eating. They had a very nice shredded chicken Burrito, that was quite nice. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah got some decent burritos. The Doritos taco was like, yeah, that's a giant Dorito I ate out of. I feel very American <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was a re- that's America's a real so, cultural
1: like... shock to me. Is hearing you talk about
0: Taco Bell for it because that's now become such a normal idea to me. Mm. What the uh, realization the a that a that's Bell. not a
1: thing that I have ever tried before. Yeah, yeah, the idea
0: that that, that was a foreign food to you. Um, It just shows how how long I've been
1: away We also
2: can't walk around carrying guns over here
0: (laughs) Yeah Yeah. I've I've not I tell uh, you what as well Like I've never had a cheeky Nando's. Like that that Ooh. whole culture rose after I left. Yeah, so there's now British food that is foreign food
1: to me. So when yeah. I get,
0: finally get to the UK, when you're in the UK I need to try a cheeky we're Nando's. We're going
1: to take you for a cheeky Nando's. It's going to be very cheeky. We will have I've some banter with the lads. Um Yeah. I the I other... think it was just starting up as I, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I let you talk about right. GamerX rather than that Nan- me bang on <laughs> okay. about that's Nando's. That's all right. You can bang on about Nando's <laughs> if you want. Um I think the only other things I did that are of, like, cultural note, um, I got to try the Mass Effect 4D experience at Great America while I was over there. Um, Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a Mass Effect-themed theme park ride that doesn't actually move. It's one of those where you sit in a chair and it bounces around and stuff happens to you. Um, Oh, I played the House of the Dead game like that in Tokyo. It was (laughs) awesome. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was very short, um... Basically, it's about five minutes of sitting in a fancy chair while a man dressed up like an NPC from Mass Effect stands at the front of the room and he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you on a 3D tour through space and you put on some 3D glasses. <gasps> I and, had a real guy? Yeah, there was a real man doing acting oh, I at didn't the have front. That. No, there was... I didn't have that there was. There was have 3D the galaxy
2: squ- map music?
1: uh it doesn't have that music it has music for a galaxy map that is distinctly not the music from the game <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the we don't want to get <laughs> They had it. to skirt legal fucking yeah, music like copyright got, for their own got, property They've got like Garrison Rex's voice actors, but they couldn't use any actual Mass Effect music. Um, That's brilliant. So basically, you're on some space tourism thing, and oh, the Normandy went past, and oh, we're going through one uh, well, of them mass relays, and your seat throws back as you race through the. The galaxy and it's quite Visually and like sensorily Impressive it was fun and then There's a reaper attacking and you fly Around and the man like at one Point you're falling off a cliff and the man Like holds on sideways onto his desk As if you're f- meant to be falling He put on they put on a very good Show um there were Points where it sprayed you with foul smelling Liquid because the rachni were attacking And you could feel the rachni Bugs like crawling over your legs because all these Not Puffs of right air. um it was a well put together experience that was slightly disappointing in how how it ended, much like the Mass Effect series. Ah, uh, I made a joke for Gavin's benefit there because it's not how I feel about the series. Um, applause. But yeah, it it was a fun adventure with a slightly disappointing ending. Cool. There, there you go. The Mass Effect comparison. Um, so yeah, I saw that I got to talk about butts which was really cool. Like a full room of people came to my butts talk. Um so that was that was a fun experience and I got Wonderful. to meet a bunch I got to meet a bunch of cool people and There was a cosplay competition that I worked as a judge for and I made a shitty award during the award show for best butt and gave it to a team of Smash Brothers cosplayers that had really nice butts. So they got my, my hastily made prize and $11 in prize money for having the best butts of the cosplay competition. So that, nice. that was Gamer X, it was quite fun um, I also got to catch I'm still playing Pokemon Go for some fucking reason And I was like Okay if I'm going to America I have to catch A Tauros, you can only get them in America The first morning I was there First Pokemon I got was a Tauros And I was like right, I'm done, this is good um, I've I've been using the Pokemon Go Plus That, that attachment they made Because Nintendo finally sent one out to me And That's quite a nice way to grind Pokemon mindlessly Without having to be staring at your phone all the time It's a good way to hatch eggs and things Without having to have the app open and drain your phone battery It's not a great tool for catching new Pokemon Because like, you only get to throw a Pokemon with a Pokeball With this like button on it once Otherwise it runs away And if it turns out it was something you needed Well, you're fucking screwed You don't get another chance to throw a ball if you use this it was a nice way to just like rack up poker stops quickly without having my phone out all the time. That's about as good as I can say for it. I wouldn't say to go buy it at double price on eBay because they're all sold out everywhere. And that was my Gamer X. Woo!
0: Nice. Awesome. I'm glad you had a good time and I, I am really sad that I couldn't have made it. I was really hoping to, but um, just a quick update on that. I'm not getting surgery like I thought I would. Um, it's looking like i'm they're gonna send me back for physical therapy and mm. try and fix it that way, um apparently because the sciatic the leg pain I had the sciatica receded um the doctor said surgery wouldn't work for the other pain that I'm feeling. He says that's a, a you have to physically work it to get the the rupture back in place um going in to cut it only. Stops it hitting nerves that cause sciatica So if that flares up I'll go in for surgery but that wouldn't even cure The, the underlying issue But Basically, fingers crossed now that we know what The issue yeah. is physical therapy Will help rather than cripple me like It did when I did it A few months back, y- your, so. back
1: your back's fucked but at least we know why now
0: Yes. Um, on the plus side, I was given um, medicine to tide me over until I see the physical specialist uh, and was not aware of quite how strong it was. So I went to sleep last night with some of the most terrifying hallucinations I've ever had, Hooray. which didn't help that the, an hour before I went to bed, I was on the... Um, PSVR, which it probably sounds didn't like, it help sounds I like you were in like
2: uh, Sergeant Pepper's Nightmare Carnival uh, last night. By what you <laughs> it were was saying,
0: uh, it was uh, yeah, yeah, going from squealing pigs, then going just lying in my bed, feeling the mattress being crawled
1: about on by invisible like animals, Lu- Lucifer in the um, sky
2: with demons.
1: <laughs> as, as someone who has had like fucked up nightmares because of medication, um, it, it ain't fun. No, it's, it is a uh, weird way to spend your nights. Hallucinogenics are,
2: are, for some people, it can be a great experience, but for others, not.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they're not even, these aren't hallucinogenic. I'm fine with um, hallucinogenics because of the way my brain works. Um, I will happily, um, and I'm probably saying a bit too much, um, but uh, I will happily flip through a D&D monster manual while off my fucking tits um, <laughs> and just laugh. Uh, but this shit was just like this. this it, it's it's yeah. not um, the-
1: designed for hallucinations. So whatever was going on was yeah. The, I don't know. The bad trips I had on the sleeping meds I was on in hospital were like this is not meant to give you hallucinations, but it sometimes does, and they're never good. That's, That's it. it yeah, yeah, the stuff.
0: The stuff that's hallucinogenic by accident. That's the stuff you want to be careful of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to be careful oh, of anything. The, but... the
2: other ones can be pretty fucking goddamn bad as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, they can so be, always. Here's some advice. Always.
2: If you must um, indulge in hallucinogenics, do not, I repeat, do fucking not listen to Nine Inch Nails' Downward Spiral on hallucinogenics.
1: <laughs> did, did you have a bit of a downward spiral?
2: Well, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: that resulted uh, in well, like, mean, panic attacks for
1: years.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, here's the <laughs> thing, and let,
0: let's, you know, preach responsibility. Make sure you've got someone
1: sensible around yeah. looking after Someone you, that can, um, can be like, hey, you're not doing so well, let's get you an ambulance yeah. if that's needed. Acid,
2: acid can go real bad real fast, trust me.
0: Yeah, and uh, make sure you're in a good mood before. Yeah, like, yeah. don't take it to not feel just a good, good mood.
2: Make sure you're in a good general headspace in your entire life. Yeah,
3: because
0: yeah, you're yeah. gonna need something a little bit more dank if you want something to put you, put you in a good mood. Because yeah. s- s- there are certain things that will just enhance the mood you're already in. <laughs> yeah. So be very careful. Don't, be Very careful. Don't um, increase
1: paranoia by taking hallucinogenics. That's not yeah. a good idea. Um, the we... podquisition
0: would like to remind people that taking drugs that are illegal is illegal, yeah. and you shouldn't take them at all. We do not don't, recommend you take any drugs. do do
1: illegal things if they're illegal.
0: Yes, the hosts of the podquisition have never taken any sort of drug whatsoever, even legal ones, even though they just said they were on pain medication and sleeping pills. uh, They've never taken those either. They live clean, healthy lifestyles, they don't drink, and they won't drink cocktails next
1: week. We are speaking entirely hypothetically about drugs that we totally have not taken and have only just heard about from the internet.
2: I haven't done drugs in 17 years.
1: Yeah, look at yeah. you. I mean obviously apart from Some alcohol, of us have never done drugs cuz we're good little podcast hosts.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. What, some of Laura? us have never gotten so high they can't believe that <laughs> Eastenders is a real show and then they watch old Eastenders <laughs> <laughs> clips from the late 90s and yeah. just start laughing yeah.
2: at the Some filmage. of some, Laura, some knowing, us have
1: never done that.
2: <laughs> knowing you and what um what a, what a sometimes very introspective deep thinker you can be without drugs, you're probably better off not taking too many cuz I I think you have a similar mind to mine in that way, and it can go very wrong very quick for people with that, that kind of thing. brain. Is,
0: that is very true. Um, have Meanwhile, we... I'm completely empty-headed, and that's why I can laugh <laughs> while flicking through the D&D Monster Manual.
1: Have, have we got time to do a couple of questions before we wrap um, up this week?
0: I don't, but you know what? I'll give the people time I don't have. Should let's we, should we give couple.
1: them one? Should we give yeah. them one um, question? Yeah, let's...
0: Let, let's, let's okay, we'll on.
1: give them one question. Um... Let's go for this one from James Ghoul What was a career defining moment for you When you knew that you were good at your job And no one could prove to you otherwise James Ghoul That moment just then That's proof
0: that I'm good at my job Because I saw an opportunity For a great gag And I took it
2: (laughs) I mean it is Halloween and everything I suppose (laughs)
1: I, I had to go and answer the door for a second, and I just listened to that play out. I was like, "I'm I'm just gonna leave you there, Jim."
2: <laughs> I think Jim's gone to answer the door.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think that Jim quite enjoyed being unchallenged in that.
2: I think y- you broke good there, Jim. I think we broke Jim.
1: <laughs> y- you're good. I'm fine. I'm fine. So, where were we, Jim?
0: How those pain meds, right? All right. the The question was: I'm not
1: taking any today. The I'm J- scared the after last was night. James Gould. That was the question. Uh, what right. was? It was what, the moment. What that, was a career-defining moment for you? Right. Where you were like, "Yeah, I'm good at my job. Fuck everyone else." Hmm.
0: I guess, honestly, and and it's funny because it, it took so long to get there. Um, it was the launch of the patreon it It was stepping out on my own outside of another company and sort of appealing to their audience and stepping out and realizing no shit, like all this audience is is here for the shit that i've made um and when the gymquisition launched on my own YouTube channel, which was a you know, I still don't have a particularly um, uh, big channel, uh, it, even, but it was smaller back then and people were predicting that the show would just fall apart. They're like, well, he's, he's moving it from The Escapist to his own channel. Um, he's not going to get as many viewers or, and, and all of that stuff. He's, he's just...
1: He's oh, you've, o- the,
2: you've, o- the show. you've overtaken me in subscribers. Well done. You
3: Bastard! <laughs>
1: Well, that's well, fine, Gavin, You need to get yourself still... sued by some musicians. Well, Jim Jim still hasn't been uh Twitter verified, so you can hold that over his head, uh, Gavin Okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. Nah, uh, but I it's like PewDiePie says, unverified
0: is the new verified. So Yeah, but so you're only saying because yeah. 'cause
1: you're not verified, so
0: I can't be I lost interest as soon as people could just sign up and apply. I'm not I'm not
1: filling out forms. Um Well well but, fuck but yeah, you. It was that I'm I'm Twitter famous, so fuck you. I I
0: expected, fuck you (laughs) I I expected uh, To lose half my viewers When I moved from The Escapist to my own channel I I was getting about 100,000 Views of an episode I expected to get about 50,000 First episode, Mm. um Within a week, hundred thousand, same as normal. I lost literally nothing, uh, and from there, it's now the new baseline is three hundred thousand views. So it it tripled in size since without I launched uh, Patreon
3: without
2: uh, having to share. Th- oh well, you don't do Adrev, so
0: yeah. Mm. So I well, so I, uh, yeah, but you know, it, it generates income directly from the audience, where people were just like, I, I appreciate the show and just want to support it continuing Mm -hmm. um very much we were talking about trent reznor earlier his model is one i wanted to emulate via patreon it was that kind of you can get this all for free but if you think it's worth something to you then pay whatever you want Mm -hmm. um as i called it at the time it's a completely optional subscription based model uh and and it worked somehow and i lost no audience uh, in doing it and only grew from there and so that was it that was the moment where i was like shit i'm probably okay
1: yeah but... i similarly being able to go full time at this through patreon was a similar moment of oh people did like the stuff i was doing which was incredibly like satisfying from a work standpoint and also similarly when i left a certain website where i used to write and like didn't make any financial loss by leaving there, was like, Oh, that's that's reassuring that I can leave and people would be like, Oh, okay, you're doing that writing elsewhere, let's get get you and your team that were there up to that same salary you were on and make it not skip a beat. So Yeah, it's very nice when you yeah. can leave a place and not lose anything. Hmm. Without mentioning anywhere specific cough cough distractoid <laughs> 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 Um <laughs> So that 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 was nice. Um, other than that, that interview with Peter Maldonado is still one that stands out. Where I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yep. I pulled yep. that off. Totally wasn't by accident. Don't you know? I was please, totally please, a good still journalist. come on our
2: show next week,
1: Peter. He he's he's up for it. We I've I've not gotten back to him, but last I heard, he was up for it. <laughs> He can come on in the last ten minutes when I'm fully drunk off cocktails. It's like we'll, we'll get drunk and then we'll just Skype call him and see if he answers.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: and if he <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Should we do that? We'll we'll get to the yeah. last ten minutes of the show call. where we normally do questions and we'll try and call him. And if he answers, great, he's on the show. If he doesn't <laughs> answer, his fucking loss. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, um, and we'll do just. Should we end it there? Because oh, yeah. well, I Gavin, what just won't to answering.
2: Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. just end it. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> just fucking end it, Gab, won't we? Unless you, you know, get some guts together and answer the question.
2: No, someone told me last week that I interrupted you too many times that episode, so I was trying not to this week. So.
1: Oh mm, well, yeah. well you. you yeah. Fine. Answer then, uninterrupted. Yeah. I L- Love you, Gavin. Gavin, I love you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there, there were two for me, one pre-Miracle of Sound and one after. Um, in 2006, I won two awards in the space of a month. I won the National Student Music Award and I won a thing called Murphy's Life, which was like another national battle of the bands type thing. And that's the first time I really thought, okay, I've got something good here. And then that all fell apart. And then the second time I felt it was when my... Metal album, which had nothing to do with video games, got to number one on the iTunes Metal chart. That was, that was pretty awesome. Outselling three of my favorite bands. So yeah, those are my two. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, we do
3: all
1: right. Brag,
2: brag, brag. brag, brag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're all great. Should we, should we end the show there on our wonderful, positive note? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Laura, we've just determined that we're all pretty great. How can people continue experiencing greatness via your work? Me and my work? Laura K-Buzz everywhere. Laura K-Buzz on Patreon. Please give me a dollar a month to keep doing this wonderful, beautiful shit. Other than that, Laura K-Buzz on Twitter, which is verified, unlike Jim's. Uh, Laura (laughs) K-Buzz on YouTube, where I make uh, depressing videos about cooking and conspiracy theory videos where I wrap myself in tinfoil. And just Laura K-Buzz everywhere. Really? Sounds let's fantastic. let's play video games too. I do that thing. Gaff, you're also verified. and You're also a verified
0: good musician, oh. kind of like a pop star. Oh. How can people find out more? Mir- that sounded that sounded like I was damning with faint praise. <laughs> He's an excellent
2: musician, <laughs> listeners. He's going to tell us about it. I'm all right. Just uh, you can find me by listening to the intro music to the podcast. Which, which, mo- <laughs> so many people still don't know is me. It's just always funny I, yeah, when like, like, I didn't know
1: it was you for several weeks when yeah. we started
0: the show. I feel like I need to like properly credit that at the end every single time. <laughs> like, yeah, that's Gav. Uh, that's an example of what he does. It's. Awesome. I wonder, should we pick uh, a,
2: a special song for the hundredth episode? I'll try and find one in the catalog that that suits the mood.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you find one that you like, I might, I might do. I might look as well, just as an excuse to, yeah. to go listen to music. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for your support, as always. Um, you know, supporting on Patreon is fantastic. Uh, just listening is great. Sharing is is cool by me. Uh, Thank you for listening as always. Thank you for everything and we will see you next time for the 100th episode. Bye. Bye.